Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the thrilling episode of Ramsey's Recaps. <laughs> I'm Courtney, and I have a stuffy nose <laughs> still. And today, joining me from the depths of hell in New York City is Grayson. Morning. Grayson, say hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Uh, Grayson, what's New York like right now? <laughs> um... Picture it, Sicily. No, uh, it's you know we are we are like patient zero right now for Omicron. Everyone has it, and or lives with someone who has it, um, or knows five so, people who have it. Yeah. So, it's so just uh, like please wear your masks. Please get both vaccines and go get your fucking booster. Yep. It's like playing dodgeball with a cannon. Yeah, you can dodge a cannon, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> We're not here to talk about movies. Never again. <laughs> I just woke up from a nap, so I feel kind of insane. Um, but listeners, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Let's dig into Grasshopper also. I forgot I gotta get my notes up. <laughs> from my phone I'm very good at my job I'm so professional I'm the leading expert on Gordon Ramsay okay so season 3 episode 5 we've skipped episode 4 because it was a revisited we don't do those because at the end of every episode I say what happens next it's just repetitive we don't need to do it so today we've skipped episode 4 we're in episode five, Grasshopper also. It's a restaurant in Karlstadt, New Jersey. I don't know where that is in New Jersey, but sure. Mm. It's an Irish restaurant. Do you like Irish food? No, I feel like it's British food, and that's just like, ugh. You don't like food. <laughs> no, I mean, like, British food, that's just like bangers and mash, like I or fish and chips. Like, I'm good. You don't I like a shepherd's pie? I think it's all just kind of bland. Okay, fine. I had great food in Ireland, so I like it. Um, the Grasshopper also. I don't know why he's named that. It's such a weird name. What thoughts? Did yep. you forget how to podcast? We stopped podcasting for one week and you've already forgotten how to like have a conversation. <laughs> well, I thought like you you like led the whole thing and then we talked about it. But... I don't remember. remember. Do you think I remember how to do a Ramsey's? It's been months. It's your thing. You gotta lead it. Yeah. Okay, fine. So the grasshopper also is owned by Mitch and Marine. Maureen. Mitch and Marine. I don't know, how, whatever. And her dad, Chief. His name is Chief. <laughs> what a name. He's very he like calling him Chief throughout the episode. Like, like you got this, Chief. And this is fucking, ugh. No, that's just what they call him. Um, he's Irish, like, has an accent, Irish. Mm -hmm. He also hates Mitch. Mitch is a thumb of a man. Um, He's just a wet blanket personified. 
he looks so defeated. This he like Gordon gives up on him this episode, like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty insane. Um, Chief did run restaurants for like 40 years and invested the money for his daughter and her husband to open this restaurant. They were successful at first, but now like it's just gone downhill because standards have dropped. Um, Maureen doesn't know why the business is failing. Everyone blames Mitch. Mitch is responsible for the kitchen and the chefs all suck and mm. walk all over him and he doesn't really do anything. He just kind of hides in his office or like they show him plunging a toilet. <laughs> Which like sure. I guess he's just doing busy work. And then there's Annette, who is the floor manager who has been there for as long as the restaurant's been open, like 16 years. And even she's like, yeah, Mitch is terrible. The food is terrible. There's nothing happening here. But Mitch thinks the food is good. So. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the restaurant is very green. <laughs> It's a weird layout. It's like I, green. even like the entrance is weird. Yeah, it's like a weird side entrance to this like pissed yellow building. It almost yeah. looks like a barn. Yeah. Like a, a little bit. And then inside it's like dark green walls and green vinyl tables and like a green carpet. Yeah. It's a, little, it's a little much. Yeah, it feels. It, it honestly feels like a shitty hotel lobby. Yeah. Yes, it's like a 1990s Best Western. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> just a chain hotel. Um, Annette, who's been there for a long time, she is Gordon's server. Um, Gordon shows up and is greeted by Marine and Mitch and Chief. And Marina's like, well, I should I should be actually be standing between these two boys because like they don't get along. And Gordon's like, haha, okay, <laughs> sure. Um <laughs> and then so he orders food, he sits down, he asks Annette like what she would give the food, and she says a three. Strong start. Um he gets French onion soup, shepherd's pie, and the fisherman's platter. Mm, all foods you would love, Grayson. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I I will eat a shepherd's pie, but, like, the rest of it, absolutely not. The shepherd's pie is just meat and potatoes. Like... Yeah. Isn't it, like, mutton? It's sheep, yeah. Yeah. Oof. We'll, we'll get there. They have a whole conversation about it in the episode. <laughs> um... Yeah, so Annette, like, explains that the food is bad and people usually send it back. Mitch thinks his food is going to go over fine with Ramsay, which is hilarious that anyone would ever think that. Um, oh, forgot to mention, Chief invested $3 million into this restaurant. Yeah. Where? Y- yeah, where? And, like... He's very mean to Mitch, but I think 
if I invested $3 million into somebody's restaurant, I would also be mean to them if they weren't doing their job. So it sounds like it was his restaurant and it was successful. And then it just like over time has gotten horrible. And then his daughter married this thumb. And then the daughter was like working there. And the husband was like, well, I, I, I could work there. Because I remember in the beginning, it was like, he spends a lot of time here doing nothing. I was yeah. like, same. Like, <laughs> he just sits in his office. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is kind of like the last episode where the owner bought a restaurant and was like, well, now I have a restaurant. I'm going to go sit at the bar, make the restaurant work everyone else. And it's like, that's just not a thing. Mm-hmm. You have to like participate in your restaurant. <laughs> You can't just yeah. have you have to like do a lot before it can just run on its own. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So he gets his food, French onion soup, shepherd's pie, fishman's platter. He gets the soup and says that it's like somebody put onions in boiled dishwater. Uh Chief even before the soup goes out says that it tastes like tar and that they shouldn't send it out. And Mitch is like uh, no, send it out. It's good. He'll love it. I don't know why. I mean, French onion soup never looks appealing. It's just like brown liquid. Like I don't know how else to make. I don't know how to make that appealing. But like, it's like this little pot of soup with like cheese just melted on the f- fucking sides of the bowl, and it's just nasty and greasy. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sorry I got caught up looking at Grayson's disgusted face <laughs> I mean it just it looks it looks like a shit pot like you know yeah, he says it looks like somebody shit in my soup so yeah and it like yeah when someone says it tastes like tar and you're like nah it's fine like what tar that is such a descriptive way to talk about something no no like no. So then he gets his shepherd's pie, and for some reason they've put gravy on top of the crispy mashed potato part, which it's supposed to be like a a mashed potato, and you bake it so the mashed potatoes get like crunchy a little bit, and then you put gravy on it, it just makes it soggy again. So I don't know why you would do that. And then also it's made of beef and not sheep, and so it's not technically a shepherd's pie; it's a cottage pie and he says that it's watery and gross and that the gravy is like a glue and it's just it's gross it looks greasy and cold it's also cold i think and he makes marine taste it and marine is like yeah it's bad oops (laughs) and then the last dish he gets is the fisherman's platter which why you would ever order seafood from any of these restaurants i don't understand but it's a flounder scallop shrimp combo. And the plate is like all white food. It's like white fish, white shrimp, white scallops, and like cauliflower. It looks awful. That sounds like your nightmare. (laughs) Just like I would eat the cauliflower. Because I'd be like, all right. So Gordon goes back into the kitchen and this is when the episode gets good because we get an er- an early kitchen inspection this episode and it's a thorough one 
It's a deep one. Um, <laughs> Gordon went in deep in that fridge. So he meets the chefs, and it's a bunch of um, men who, like, all basically just speak Spanish and have stopped doing their jobs. Um, the head chef is Mario, and he's been there for, like, as long as the restaurant's been open. <coughs> and he's like, I thought the food was good, so I don't know why you don't think the food is good. Um, so he's wrong. Um, none of them know how to make Irish food, though. That's the thing. Like, Mitch, like, nobody ever taught them how to, like, do any of the dishes. So everyone's just winging it at every corner of this. I don't know how this restaurant has stayed open this long with these, like, same crew of people. Because, like, 16 years? That's a, that, that is a long fucking time. Yeah. And at no point, nobody, like, decided to learn how to make a shepherd's pie. Like... Because I think in the episode, they're like, yeah, they just kind of wing it. And I was like, you kind of can't, you can't do that. No. You can't just be winging it. This isn't your, your kitchen at home. Like, yeah. like someone oh. ordered something they, and it's on the menu. Like it, it, uh. Yeah. He asked to see where the scallops are that he ordered. And it's like this little bucket of just half frozen scallops in gross water and he's like ew (laughs) I don't think you can freeze a scallop I don't think that's a thing these are things I don't concern myself with so I have no help here yeah he goes deep into the fridges he finds old slimy chicken it's like this congealed mass of like half cooked chicken wings and he was oh, like, it, fuck are you going to do with that? And they're like, oh, we will refry it. And he's like, what? He, he literally at one point was like, there's not enough alcohol in the world to make someone <laughs> to make someone eat this and think it tastes good. I was like, yeah. God damn. Ugh. It looks a mess. We get a good, what is that? <laughs> From Gordon Ramsay this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They say the chicken is two days old, and it's like that chicken's been in there for at least a month. <laughs> yeah, I don't care how old it. Like, no one should eat that. It's like Ugh. petrified. He then that, is, uh, that you have to use the word congealed to describe it. No, Mm-mm. unless it's like a Jello. Like, no. <laughs> and even then, nobody likes Jello. So, Love Jell-O. Oh, do you like Jello? I do. Really. Yeah, it's great. What's your favorite flavor? Red. <laughs> red ass Jello. Hell yeah. Do you ever eat the, like the Jello with the whipped cream and the fruit cocktail? Oh yeah, with the fruit cocktail in it. Oh yeah. yeah. Ambrosia salad or what the fuck? That is not an ambrosia salad, but yeah. That's what my grandma used to make, and she would call it ambrosia salad. Oh, Wait, what's an ambrosia salad know. then? Or no, I'm thinking of, um, fuck, we would have something on, like, holidays. It was, like, a green whipped cream jello mixed with pistachios. It oh. was so good. Like, it was so fucking good. Oh, my God. Why does everything have to be with jello and whipped cream? <laughs> like, yeah. Makes me think if it has jello and whipped cream, 
jello and whipped cream that equals a salad so you know eat your salad <laughs> uh gordon goes back into the fridge and he finds a bucket of mozzarella sticks that have blood on them and he was like I'm glad I didn't order the mozzarella sticks or I'd be getting a fucking blood transfusion right now. <laughs> because like <laughs> I think I think that is the nastiest thing. Because yeah. they both they all took a second and they were like, the meat. That's why. Because they were like, did I cut my hand? Ugh. Yeah. And it's because it, it is stored in the same fridge as all the meats, which are like half of them are cooked and half of them are raw. Mitch doesn't go yeah. through fridges. He said there was like blood in the salami, which is a cured meat, so there shouldn't be blood on there. And like chicken and deli meat all in the same bin. It was it's a mess. It's just a mess. This is a good kitchen inspection. Um, and they shut down the place before they've even opened for dinner service. Like Gordon said, no, you're gonna clean tonight. Fuck off. Yeah. Marine is pissed, as she should be. Um, he tells the staff to throw away the bad food and leaves, and then the owners have a meeting. Marine tells Mitch to focus on the restaurant more, and, and then they go back into the kitchen to clean up, and Mitch is just, like, standing there like a chicken with his head cut off, and Marine finally is the one with the balls to be like, Y'all need to do something about this because this is disgusting. And no, we're throwing everything away because Mitch puts his foot around throwing shit away. And she's like, no, it's covered in blood. It's covered in gook. Throw it away. And then Chief has to go out to the parking lot and tell all the customers waiting to like go home because they're not opening tight. So what a fun first dinner service. <laughs> That doesn't actually happen. I just... Mitch. I mean, we're going to get into it, but... Yeah. Yeah. All right, keep going. Yeah. So the next day, Gordon comes back. Or, no, Gordon goes to their home to visit Maureen and sit with her. He sees a picture of Mitch and Maureen from, like, 13 years ago and is like, who the fuck are these people? (laughs) And... um. They, Gordon was like, we have to reignite Mitch's passion, which is his favorite thing to do. Um, <laughs> he loves to reignite people's passions. And then Gordon goes, it's kind of a weird scene, like him going to their house. It's always weird when he goes to like do a home visit. I don't know why he ever does it. Gordon then goes back to the restaurant and um, talks to Mitch about finding his confidence in his voice. So... Let's hope he does, I guess. And then we get two specials for the technically second dinner service, but this is the first dinner service where we're actually opening the restaurant. Um, so we're getting a shepherd's pie and a fish and chip special for the night. The <laughs> Gordon like shows them how to make it, and then he's standing in the kitchen waiting for them to open, and one of the chefs comes up and he goes... he's like what the fuck did you just say to me (laughs) like this chef is like not only talking very fast but also he's a very thick accent and so Mm -hmm. like it's like i cannot understand like are you speaking spanish irish scottish like what the fuck are you speaking to me and he's trying to say like are we cooking the fish and chips to order and gordon's like what do you mean yes we're not pre-cooking fish and chips what 
Oh, and then wow. another chef goes, like, how do I make a burger cook faster? And he's like, it takes 10 minutes to cook a burger. You cannot make it go any faster. <laughs> he just is losing his mind with these people. Um, there's, like, five chefs back there. There are so – it's a big kitchen. It's a big kitchen, and there's there's five chefs. It's, it is a big-ass restaurant, though. Like, it is huge. It's a huge yeah. space. Yeah, I think at the end of the night, he's like, we had 115 people in here. Mm -hmm. Which, like, that's a... If you can flip tables in that space, that's a great way to make money. That's a great space yeah. to make money in. Uh, dinner service, their customers start coming in, and Mitch just leaves briefly for a moment. I don't know. <laughs> he just, like, goes away, and then he comes back. Uh, Mitch is in charge of expediting, which is kind of where things start to go wrong because they don't have a good POS system. And so, like, tickets are handwritten and they don't have, like, copies of the tickets. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, and then people are liking the specials, but the old menu is not going over well. Service begins kind of slowly because they're, like, learning how to cook food to order, I guess. Um and then Mitch, over the night, lets the quality of the food going out slip more and more. And Gordon's like, get it together. Uh, there's a raw burger that gets sent out. And then it comes back. And then they're like, okay, refire the burger. And then it goes back even more raw that time. Like, Gordon cuts it open. It's like, it's, it's not even there. It's not even cooked at all. It's not hard to cook a hamburger, guys. Like, no. it's it's a very easy food. So Gordon's like, okay, well, cooks can't cook. So he calls in some backup, but we don't, we'll, we'll get to that later. And so he also notices that Mitch isn't helping during service. He's, or Chief isn't helping during service. He's just kind of there poking Mitch's buttons. But also, Gordon loves Chief, so he never actually calls him out on anything for some reason, even though Chief is, like, kind of a dick to everyone. So, that's that's how that dinner service gets. Three hours of just slow, gross food coming out of the kitchen and returning back because nobody knows what they're doing. And then Gordon calls in the backup, and we get Chef James! who is on so many Gordon Ramsay things that I didn't even realize until I started watching Hell's Kitchen. And I'm like, oh my god, Chef James has been on Kitchen Nightmares. He was the sous chef on a few seasons of Hell's Kitchen. He's been, like, undercover with Gordon on 24 Hours to Hell and Back. Like, this man is all over the Gordon Ramsay cinematic universe. So, good for him. Yeah, and also, nice. he's Irish, I guess. I don't know. So, he's there to help with the kitchen. And being a consultant for like the next month. Um, they say he's a local chef. I don't know if he's actually local to New Jersey. I feel like he just follows Chef Ramsay around. Mm. Um, and then Gordon does go ahead with the makeover. Do you want to talk about the makeover? I. They added a long table. <laughs> like. They they did brighten up the colors, which was nice. It didn't look dark. I thought it was a good makeover. I thought it was a little cozier in there. I just, I am never impressed by these makeovers. I'm like, 
Yeah, well, let's play. Is it 2010 or is it a bad makeover? <laughs> yeah, I, I think this one was just it's 2010 and they didn't have the budget yet to do mm-hmm. good makeovers. Yeah, I mean, it's like the show isn't like let's renovate the restaurant. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, there is other bigger problems to fry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they did get that POS system. They did get a new POS system so they can have faster ticket times. There's a that long table in the middle, which is like a communal dining space, which I'm never a fan of in restaurants. I don't want to eat with strangers. No, I hate that. Um, but also, okay, so Chief put in $3 million to this place. Never thought to get anything automated. Ever. No. Like, what the fuck? No. I didn't say he was good at this job either. <laughs> I, like, it, it, but like, Gordon's praising him so much, and I was like, he is also part of the problem. Like, yeah, he, they, you know. They build him up to be like some great restaurateur, and it's like, if he was so great, he would have dug this out on his own. Like, you shouldn't need Gordon Ramsay to come in and help him do it. Yeah, I was like, because 16 years ago, and this was what, 2010, so like, yeah, the mid-90s, yeah, I guess it was fine, but then things change. Yeah. He just, like, refused to change, and then it went to shit. If that's not a metaphor for life, I don't know what is. Yeah. You gotta keep up with the times. Gotta be progressive. <laughs> um, so everyone's crying over the new POS and the new look of the restaurant. The menu has been updated with Irish American dishes, including an Irish ale stew, which I think is just a Guinness stew, and they couldn't say Guinness. And shepherd's pie. Um, it's also a smaller menu, as per usual. So now it is. Ride or die time. It is opening night, re- relaunch night. Mitch is expediting the kitchen. Jeff is, or Jeff, Jeff. James is on the line with the other chefs. I said James, I meant I mixed James and Chef together. Um, the food starts going out quickly because Mitch is like taking the lead a little bit and people are liking it. But then Mitch starts to lose his nerve in the middle of service. Chief starts. Chief tries, I can't speak today. Chief tries to step up and help, but instead just starts yelling and tells his own daughter to shut up, which is fucking rude. Mm-hmm. And then Gordon gets involved and is like, everyone needs to just like fuck off. James, you're expediting now. Mitch, run some food. And then this bitch can't even run food to the right tables. It's it like, is. That's the easiest job. Look at the table number. Go to that table with the food. It's it's really bad. I was like, you, yeah, I, like there is there is little hope for this man. However, like back to that fight they had, like the poor wife is like, James, honey, you got this, and then her dad just comes in and is like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> and she's he's like, dad, mean. maybe not right now. Yeah, he's a very mean like, old Irish man. Oh yeah, he's he's a dick. Um, like definitely beat his wife, definitely hit his wife. Yeah. Um, but then Mitch has just no spine. Oh that no! That is a jellyfish of a man. He's a a turtle with no shell. <laughs> yeah. So dinner service gets turned around because of James and Gordon, not because of the owners. Mm. Which means 
which doesn't bode well for the future of this restaurant. They like slowly work through the tickets. And then after service, Gordon sits down with them and says that they need to make staff changes. Mitch needs to nut up and they need to keep James on as a consultant. And that's the only way this restaurant will be successful. Like this is one of those much like last week. This is another one where Gordon kind of leaves the place and is like, I don't know about this one guys. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't think this one's going to make it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just a little too far gone. And when you have incompetent leadership, people who don't know how to cook, like it's like, it doesn't matter how cool the menu is or the, or you have a good crowd. Like it doesn't matter. Like you're going to lose every time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the grasshopper also. It's kind of a a weird one. Real good kitchen section though. It was not a good episode. Like that restaurant, I guarantee, is not open. Uh, spoiler: It's not. <laughs> yeah, it, no. He's. Yeah, season three. I feel like it starts off really strong the first couple episodes, and then we get like the, this episode and the last one have taken a turn back towards like early season one type editing and filming. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't. Like, the next episode is going to be good. Dobby Day, I love that episode. It's family drama at its finest. And I think that restaurant is still open in Boston. Um, oh, nice. But, yeah, any other thoughts on the grasshopper also before we find out what happened next? I just, like... My God, Mitch, like, I hope their marriage is okay. Because <laughs> like, they... Uh, yeah, I, they did not seem happy together. Um, yeah, Maureen seems done with his bullshit. Like, done with him and also her father. She was like, fuck this. She's like, I'm moving to Hawaii. Y'all can do with this. Bye. Deuces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just can't understand you can't own a restaurant and be some like jellyfish of a man like you have to be so tough to work in that industry there's no crying in a restaurant just like you have to be a leader and that man has never led in his like he was just there yeah the whole time just there just floating like not doing nothing looking like that um, droopy dog from Looney Tunes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh my god. He's a little white dog. Droopy dog. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Yes, droopy I do. Dog. Yeah. That's Mitch. He's droopy dog. Yeah, <laughs> Same eyes and everything. That man looked like he hasn't slept in 10 years. <laughs> you want to give him some yeah. encouragement, Gordon? Maybe give him a day at a spa. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, you want to know what happened? happened? What happened? So within days of filming, Chef Mario was uh, shown the door, and James stayed on a train the kitchen staff. Yelp reviews were mostly positive after the episode aired. There were complaints that most of the menu items... 
There were are, there are complaints to most of the menu items, but also a few negative comments, including one alleging she was made sick from a tainted sandwich. Some regulars on Chowhound said that they preferred the previous menu and the new food was lacking flavor, of course. Grasshopper also closed and was sold in October 2012 and reopened with new management, new staff, and a new makeover. It became a sports bar called the Eastside Ale House. The new owners posted the below on Facebook. For everyone who has supported Mitch Marine and Chief for so many years, we'd like to say thank you. And on behalf of the new ownership and management of the Grasshopper, we wish them the best and thank them for many years of great service. As for the future, we hope to only grow on the great foundation the Grasshopper has laid out for us. There will be many new things coming all for the better. All are always welcome to the Grasshopper, and we look forward to continuing to grow with you. Eastside Ale House closed in 2016, and Yelp reviews prior to closure were negative. It was sold again and reopened as a sports bar called Primetime Sports Lounge and Restaurant. Primetime closed in 2017 after being open less than a year. That is just a cursed spot. It is currently a tapas bar called Segovia Maison, and reviews are excellent. So I guess it's fine now. Uh, Grasshopper also aired on February 18th, 2011, and the episode was filmed in November of 2010. So I hope That's they got their money. Not a turnaround, though. Just no. Like, be out in like three months. Yeah. Three, four months. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping they were able to like. This is my hope for all of these people is that they were able to just like sell the restaurant for as much money as they needed to get out of debt mm. and like move on. This one, it didn't seem like they were in a lot of debt. No, it seemed like it seemed just like Chief had invested a lot of money and was not seeing returns on that money. Yeah. And so I'm sure he got majority when they sold the place. Oh, yeah. I bet that man is dead now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a while since this episode aired. Yeah, 10 years. And 11 he was years. Not looking good. Like, he did not look good. Uh uh. Yeah. Yeah. I always think about that when we get to the old people episodes where it's just like, remember season one, the restaurant you did, the steakhouse, where it was just they only served old people from across the street? It's like, ugh. <laughs> All dead. That's yeah. not a reliable client base, dude. <laughs> no. They got like maybe two years left. And then, yeah. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad. But yeah, kind of a shorter episode, kind of a fine episode. I'm I'm waiting for the meat of the season. Season three, I know, gets good. I'm just waiting for it to happen. I don't remember when it gets good. Uh, Davide, oh, Down City is a great episode too. That's episode seven. So I think that's the one with the lady who is like angry little lesbian. And all she does is tell Gordon Ramsay to suck a dick. Like... <laughs> It's I like have, bone. We have watched this episode together. Yes. We, we have watched this together. Yeah, it's owned by like an angry little lesbian woman and this like gay man who doesn't give a fuck about anything. Because <laughs> yeah, you and I will get fucked up and then I'll be like, show me an episode where like it's a lot of drama. And you're like, oh, got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I thought you never asked. Here we go. Um, Here we go. My favorite yeah. activity, showing Grace in my favorite episodes of shitty reality TV. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Well, you make me watch anime, so. Yeah, it, 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 it works. What a beautiful friendship. <laughs> well, Grayson, thank you for being on this episode of Ramsey's Recaps. Of course. 
I'm sorry. Five, you're 10, here. 15, and 20. I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know we've just wrapped up our big podcasting project, but should we talk about it? <laughs> no. No? No. Just go listen to last episode of Trailer Trash. Uh, yeah. We're done. If you want. I mean, fuck it. I don't care. Uh, it, it's over. It's fine. Um, yep. So. Can you hear Caitlin? Hmm? Do you hear Caitlin? Oh, okay. It's just me then. So. Anyways, it's very distracting. She's like right in the hallway talking on the phone. <laughs> Oh, I think she heard me. <laughs> Anyways, this has been another rousing episode of Ramsey's Recaps. Um, next week will be Dobby Day. I don't know who's going to be on next week. So if you if you want to do it, hit me up. DM me at Ramsey's Recaps. Slide into my DMs, baby. Grayson, you want to plug stop. anything? No, I have nothing to plug because I live in New York and COVID is taking over again. So, Sure. Everyone just pray for us. <laughs> yeah. We'll make it out. We're vaccinated. I'm not worried. Um, if you want to donate to our starving artists fund, because um, I truly, we are truly just freelancing at this point, and if theater shuts down again, we ain't got shit. Uh, Venmo us. <laughs> yep. Please and thank you. Okay, thank you, Grayson. Grayson Thanks, Courtney. Grayson. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> what a weird episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ramsey's Recaps. If you liked this episode, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram at Ramsey's Recaps. You can also follow me on TikTok to see all of the recipe videos that go with the episodes at It's a Me Courtney One. And if you want to support us financially, you can throw a few dollars our way on Ko-Fi. That's ko-fi.com slash Courtney Style. The links to everything will be in the description.